The How Dare You podcast is brought to you by titties. <laughs> the How Dare You podcast is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Sounds and Cinema podcast. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This, God help us, is the Catwoman edition. Chance here. Of the How Dare You Awards, joining me, of course, your friend and mine, <laughs> the one giving me the look right now, <laughs> Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness. Hello, Chu. Hey, Shant. How are you? Uh, wow. You are spectacular. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> This uh, uh, we're doing, we're doing Catwoman. Yeah, Halle Berry Catwoman. Did As you had, had you seen it before? By the way, um, I had seen probably the first twenty minutes. Okay. And then I turned it off, and this was several several years ago, and I was like, oh no, no 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 no. I saw I it that. in the movie theater. Oof. I could not have told you a single thing that happened in the movie before watching this yesterday <laughs> like don't did not remember a single frame from the movie but just remember being overwhelmingly angry and i thought that this was going to be a real wild wild west situation it was worse then Wild Wild West? This is... Ha- yeah. This might be the worst movie we've done. Not for me. <laughs> I I think this one is far more fun in its terribleness than Wild Wild West. I wasn't angry watching this movie. I yeah, was just... I laughed a lot. I was really blown away. <laughs> in a, not a great way. <laughs> See, I had... This overwhelming sense that this movie should absolutely be in the canon of, like, The Room, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, midnight showings, Fridays and Saturday nights, with people acting out the movie in front of the movie screen, with a crowd going nuts. It's that sublimely bad. Um, I can maybe get on board with that. I can maybe get on board with that. This is, this wow. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's the only wow. word that applies. Or maybe it's more appropriately. Wow. Bad. Maybe not wow, but like, whoa. Whoa. Somebody made this. Oh. And thought we should have other people see it. <laughs> Really? Someone someone felt good enough about this movie to be like, yeah, no, we should, one, make it, and then two, charge people to see it. Yeah. Not a lot. Wow. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> being a producer on this movie? No. No. And then, like... Like you're you you I'm talking a producer, not the producer who finds money. I'm talking like producer who gives the money. Right. And then sit in an audience, say, for like the big premiere and watch this movie. And you would just have to look at whoever is sitting next to you and say, well, there goes a hundred million (laughs) dollars. I don't even know what they spent it on. CGI? Whatever, whatever I did to get rich, I showed no judgment in <laughs> in translating that to Hollywood. This this was a but, mistake of epic proportions. <laughs> but I have to tell you, 
I had so much fun watching it. I like way more than I ever thought I would. I didn't not have fun, but I definitely didn't have fun. <laughs> indifference. It, I think. I think the best way I can explain my feelings towards this is severe indifference. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the 2004 famous flop, Catwoman, and Chew. This is going to be one of my favorite points in the whole podcast, declaring that it was directed by Pitoff. Who? Exactly. That's a that's a straight up McGee. Pitoff? Pitoff. One word. Like share? Yeah. Or but Madonna? Pitoff. As I understand, I think he's a Frenchman. Okay. He needs to... mm. Has he ever directed so, anything before this? <laughs> normally this would Surely be the not. part where we where we tell you that. Uh I think he's still in jail. Movie jail. From Holly Hollywood jail. Yeah. For having directed this movie. The only other thing I have seen him be involved with that I recognize is second unit director for Alien Resurrection. And that movie would make you understand his poor work for this movie. So he's at least predictable. Based off these two movies only, yes. Yeah. He's crap. Wow. (laughs) He is not good. This guy, this guy and his camera movement makes Michael Bay seem tame. I, that's an accurate fucking statement. And reserved. I had so many. In fact, I I put camera. I felt seasick. Yeah. I put camera angles or. I, they deserve like 30 grievances on their own. On their own. Stupid. Every fucking one of them. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Stupid. This movie has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's too much. That's at least 7 to 8% too much. Yeah. I was thinking 3%. Let's knock off a couple of thirds. Unless you can enjoy it like it's kitsch. I don't know. I just... This is... This cannot be kitsch. Uh, fuck no. <laughs> no. There's nothing kitsch so about this. Bad. It had a budget chew of a hundred million dollars, an opening weekend of sixteen point seven million. It did somehow get all the way to forty point two million in the USA, but only eighty two point one million in the world. I I'm blown away that it made that much money. In fact, I don't even know what they spent a hundred million dollars on. It had to have been Halle Berry and Sharon Stone's. Certainly not actual locations. Because there aren't any. It's all CGI. You just make a fucking green screen and call it a day. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) So there's so many things. (laughs) (laughs) I've so many things to say. Let's talk about this. You want to talk how dare you's? Yeah. All right, friend. For the year of 2004, which, by the way, was also a Van Helsing year. That makes fucking sense. (laughs) This movie not only was nominated, but won for Biggest Disappointment. Yeah. Over Lady Killers, The Manchurian Candidate, Ocean's 12, and Troy. Yeah, no, this one. By a landslide. Well, for our votes, yes. Uh, Also, Halle Berry. Most forgettable performance by an Oscar-winning actress. Yep. She won. (laughs) Yep. Yep. 
I think that's it. <laughs> oh, no. This... Movie you least wanted to see. It did get a nomination, did not win over Thunderbirds. I don't know what that is. Oh, of course you don't. Trust me, I know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make you watch it. <laughs> you know, the early 2000s was a fucking trip in mm-hmm. every way possible. Most especially in this one idea. They are never in this era, like 2000 to 2005, they are never, ever doing the quality work they think they're doing with their CGI. No. It never looks as good as they think it does. Not even a little bit. And in this movie, for whatever reason, they're creating entire cityscapes with CGI. Why? When you have actual cities all over the world. Like, there's no reason to think that this is actually Gotham. No. Like, that whole DC universe doesn't seem to play a part at all in this movie. No. All you have to do is film any city and say, this is Gotham. And the audience (laughs) will say, okay, I accept. (laughs) Christopher Nolan said Chicago and New York City was Gotham. Pittsburgh. And we all and Pittsburgh we all said, Okie dokie. I believe you. Heard. I do not believe CGI is Gotham. Knock it the fuck off. Stop it. <laughs> and you don't even reference the fact that you're in Gotham. Nobody says that. They're just in a city. No. What the fuck? It's fucking great. Uh, okay. I mean, in in its ineptitude. Yeah. It's great at that. Yeah. You really didn't try at all. <laughs> you made no effort. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. How about this, Chew? Could you somehow, some way, try to decipher... What happened? <laughs> the code. <laughs> Oh, wait, do you want to do grievances first or just go into the plot? No, let's do plot. Okay. I need Chu to describe the plot. Okay. The enigma of the plot. All right. Halle Berry. The riddle. That is this fucking movie. All right. Halle Berry plays Patience Phillips. Classic comic book fucking name. I hate it. How many patiences do you know? Fucking none. Okay, why are we, why are we, whatever, separate issue. Patience Phillips is an artist, but she's crapped out and she started working for a, uh, a, I don't know, the ad marketing department for a fucking face cream. What's that you say? (laughs) Face cream? Yep, we went there. Fucking makeup company. Fucking weird. She is meek and and just no self-confidence and just she's just a fucking wham wham she has her just just fucking wham wham she got her job on the line her doctor her doctor her job her what the fuck i hate this movie i can't even talk her boss is the word i'm is the word i'm looking for god help me her boss is like, hey, if you can't fix this work you fucking sent to me, fucking done. She's like, oh, my God, okay, I'm so sorry. Fucking kill me. She goes and drops <laughs> off the work, the piece of art or whatever she's supposed whatever to turn in. For some reason, she has to go to this weird fucking laboratory across the city in the bay, in the harbor. Like on an island. I, like, I don't even understand what's going on. And neither do you. So you'll just have to accept it. She walks in on a bad conversation between Sharon Stone. She doesn't know Sharon Stone's in there, who's the model and the face of the company and also the wife of her boss. Right. And uh, she finds out that the makeup line that they're going to release very soon is literally 
fucking people's faces up. And Sharon Stone's like, I don't give a fuck. Sell it. (laughs) Don't give a shit. Fucking sell it. And so they find out that Halle Berry or somebody was listening. She gets chased around the laboratory, gets flushed. They flush her ass down a fucking drain, down a hundred foot drop into the water. And she's essentially dead. Washes up somehow on a cliff. How do you wash up on a cliff? I don't fucking know. You don't need to worry about it. It's just there. (laughs) And then, lo and behold, there's 18 fucking cats just waiting on this one fucking island, waiting for her ass. Amazing, right? Makes no fucking sense. And then the cats, (laughs) in this weird fucking Lion King kind of thing, main kitty cat is like, hey, I got you. I'm going to breathe in your face. I'm going to breathe some breath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to breathe some hot cat breath all up in your face. And then you're going to My note was, my my grievance note was, kitty mouth to mouth? (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were all going to take a bite of her. Like one bite. (laughs) Like a little vampire bite. Like you don't eat, you don't take the bite, but you bite down and then release. I thought they were going to do that. That's not what happened. She gets a hot, steamy cat breath in the face. And then she somehow gets home. And now she's Catwoman. She has special powers. Magic kitty breath. That's a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. And she has these weird... kitty breath. (laughs) She got these weird powers. And, uh... And then... Yeah, she just starts doing Catwoman things. Like, she's not a hero, but she's not a villain either. That's strange. There's there's a gray area. That's always a part of Catwoman, though. Oh, okay. Except. And, uh... That was quick. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, bad things have already happened can, and continue, continue to happen. continue to happen? Yeah. Nothing but bad shit in every way possible. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This movie will be replete with bad things. <laughs> Let me tell you. When in doubt, right. just assume something horrible happens. Let's get down to business, Chew. Okay. How long is your list of grievances? 3939. Wow. It deserved more. You beat me. Wow. What do you got? 36. Ooh. Nice. Close. Now. Any positive points? This was my surprise of my viewing. Because 20 minutes in, I was thinking to myself, I don't think I'm going to have a single positive point. But by the end of this movie, I had eight positive points. Jesus Christ. However, all of them but one are also grievances. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Oof. What was the one yeah. that stood alone? Her couch walking. If she was doing all of that without any wires, that was genuinely impressive. When she's like talking on the phone. Yeah. I think with her friend, right? Yeah. It's like when she's talking to Alex Borstein. Yeah. And she's like jumping up on the furniture and shit. I was like, she's looking lithe. I'm a positive point that shit. I accept that. PP that fuck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, well I had zero ah! <laughs> <laughs> big old what? fucking zero a donut yep you weren't laughing out loud at all ever I... say during the catnip ball part or the oh. basketball game it's cringy so fucking cringy I couldn't laugh I hated all of it. The oh, catnip? made me laugh. Hallie, who told you to do that? Because you didn't have to do it. You have a say. 
<laughs> and there's no way that you were like, yeah, I'm going to rub shit all over my face. No, the fuck you aren't. Madam Barry. got to be a cat, yo. You don't need to fucking do that. Has to be a cat and do cat-like things. What was the director's name? Pitoff. Pitoff told Hallie, hey, Come on. can you act like a fucking tweaker? And she's Doesn't like- does that name just make you want to play with yourself? The opposite, Pitoff. actually. It makes me want to put more clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to layer up. I'm going to put eight defense, pairs of underwear on, actually. In defending myself against Pitoff, I'm going to layer up. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> We're going to take our first break, and then we'll come back right after this. How about that? Okay. I would say party normally, but, but no. I was going to say, there's not even a party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows, so go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 2004 uh, catastrophe. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> oh, fucking. <laughs> I, I should. We got to check out Rotten Tomatoes. I got to know how many reviews say catastrophe. That's a good one. Damn it. On the spot. All right. Yeah, we're talking about this piece of shit. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I was so delighted at how terrible it is. Pitoff, like, get some Ridlin. Something. That guy's got the attention span of a fucking goldfish. Ugh. And the editing. Horrible. Oh. Did you notice that, Ooh, like, that. you see her at her job and then you see her at her job the next day and they use the same exact crane shot? I think it's just the same shot. Has to be. Where it's, like, at the bottom of the stairs and then it comes up and there's that guy on the rail talking to someone. Yeah. And then he's there the exact... I'm like, does everybody start in the same place every morning? Like, lazy. So lazy. Dumb. Uh, all right. So. Whatever. First of all, opening credits. First, first grievance. Cats, a history. The importance of cat hieroglyphics. No. No. <laughs> That's a big fat no. How dare you? Like it really Here's... started to set the premise that maybe this movie might be about something else. Like, it might have a different path. And well, it, it just added this no. whole layer of mysticism that's barely present in the movie. It's only present through Francis Conroy. Yeah. The only mystery with this movie is why it was even made. <laughs> that's it. That's the only mystery. Why and how. <laughs> I 
what kind of person when they see a cat? Because this is like a major point for the movie. It's like, like because of the mysticism of the cats, it turns out she's being tested. But let me tell like, you something. If I, if I live in an apartment it. building and a cat goes from the ledge up to the top of a, I don't know, piece of stone. Yeah. Whatever. Th- there's there's only so far I'm going to go to help that cat. Yeah. I'm not climbing on top of a window air conditioner because that thing's not supporting anybody's weight. Fuck no. <laughs> Who would even think that that was a good idea? I'll just stand on here. What, no, you this won't. This is also when we meet Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. Can anybody explain to me what kind of fucking cop he is in this movie? He's fucking <laughs> stopping for jumpers. He's investigating the thefts. And he's like all up into homicides. And he still has time to play basketball with elementary school kids. With kids and go on dates. I don't think he's putting in that much time at work. He's able to go on a date, a coffee date, at 1 p.m. That's a hard no. Shouldn't what? you be chasing leads? Talking there are to people? many, 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 many murders happening in this city. And I don't think you're part of homicide, but you seem to be the guy who's in charge of them anyway. <laughs> so go do your fucking job. <laughs> uh, I just. Oh, man. Ugh, so stupid. She's like, no, wait, there's a cat. Like, you fucking sound nuts. And you are. You're nuts. Leave the cat right. alone. And it's fine. It'll be fine. Two days in a row, it's like she gets up in the morning, and it doesn't feel like it's 6 or 7 a.m. It, it feels, feels like, like it's 10 or 11 a.m. Yeah. And the first day, she's painting, and then the next day, she tries to save a cat, and both days, she's like, oh, my God, I'm late for work. Yeah, because it's fucking 11 a.m. <laughs> You were supposed to be You're three at work hours, hours, hours ago. <laughs> no wonder your job's on the line. I might be siding with your boss, and your boss is a piece of shit. He's horrible. He's not good. Uh, and that now outfit. you reference this, by the way. Mm. You reference this in your explanation of the plot. But can we just talk again about the? Fa- I have it underlined as my grievance. This whole movie hinges on an evil makeup plan. Makeup. <laughs> makeup. Not bombs. So as I understand not it. Not weapons. No. Makeup. Evil makeup plan. And not makeup as in they made it up. Makeup as in the shit you put on your face. Face cream. Right. And at first this face cream gives you headaches... And then it makes your face uh, strong like stone. And then it turns you into Freddy Krueger. So. Right. Exactly. And why do they think that they can they will continue to sell this after, say, 60 days? Right. What's the point? We're going for longevity here, right? We're trying to make a bunch of fucking money and not have a lawsuit. So well, and it's never explained why Sharon Stone wants this. Like, yeah. it's not motivated her evil plan. Yeah, there's no diabolical plan. It's just she wants to sell it. But why? For instance, within the guise of the movie, she is being retired as the spokesmodel for this company. Yeah, because her husband slash asshole thinks she's past her prime. Yeah. Meanwhile, by the way, she looks fucking stunning in this movie. God damn it. Fucking Sharon Stone. Yeah. You look good. Bringing it. Yeah. But meanwhile, they're going to bring in the new face. Yeah. But to me, that's a reason to hate men, not punish women. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Why why would you put yourself in Unless a box? Unless you punished that 
particular woman right. for taking over your job. But to punish all women just doesn't make sense. Why it's would like you James Bond level, but there's no there's no there's no doesn't make uh, sense. genius to her evil genius. You're only going to sell so much of this face cream because it right. sucks. So why? Fucking I guess I well dumb. they make it seem in the movie as though once you start using it, you're going to get headaches, but once you get past that, you're going to realize you either have to keep using it or you're going to turn into a monster so people will keep using it. So is it all just for money? Just to keep selling it? It's what we call a hole. <laughs> a big, fat, dark Asshole. hole. A big butthole. Ugh. Chocolate starfish have a story. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh my god. I don't even know also, where we're at now. I don't I don't know either. That's why <laughs> I thought <laughs> that's, that's why I realized there's another way you always know where you're in trouble. I like look, voiceover can work. Right? Yeah. See Shawshank. Yeah. If Morgan Freeman's doing your voiceover, you're okay. But when she starts the movie with voiceover, I was like, man, this movie's fucked. <laughs> this movie is fucked. You know, the voiceover the is a I really great point. The day I started living was the day I died. <laughs> Actually, I'm going I'm... to see in about 21 minutes. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my list of grievances because I didn't put voiceover down and I hated it. Uh, so we're going oh, for did. an even 4-0. 40 Second grievances. Note. Right after that, the Michael Bay School of Filmmaking. Grievance. <laughs> and you know what? worse. Pitov, or whatever the fuck his name is, he failed. He didn't even pass the Michael Bay I know. School of Filmmaking. It was like he went to the Michael Bay School of Filmmaking and Michael Bay said, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're a failure. Uh. And Pitov was like, Who, me? <laughs> Yeah, you. In fact, I'll I, show him. I think that Pitoff is an alias for Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins directed this movie. Oh, man. There's a moment after she becomes Catwoman where she's kind of bumbly. With her new powers, that makes me feel like they were trying to do a first Spider-Man thing. You know, where like Tobey Maguire is shooting webs when he doesn't want to shoot webs, and it's like his yeah. room is filled with webs, and he he's like knocking over lamps with that shit and that kind of thing. Yeah. Where in that movie it works and is very funny and done well, because you know Sam Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to Pitoff. Uh, I just wrote Spider-Man? No. <laughs> Grievance. Nice fucking try. Also, when she becomes the cat, like when she's washed up on that island, she's washed up and fucking filthy. So dirty. Like just covered in soot and grime and dirt. And then she goes home smashes her own window to get inside the house. By the way, you're supposed to be a fucking cat burglar. You gotta be a little more silent than that, but <laughs> she breaks into her own home and the next time you see her, she is waking up in the glory of sunlight the next morning with makeup on and smoking hot. Yeah. Uh, did she take a shower? Did she clean herself like a cat? I don't understand. Ooh. How did she... How did she get herself clean? It just like lends to the pitoff of it all. <laughs> uh, that word is this the new. That name is, is the so new Jenkins. Pitoff. This Fuck. is the, yeah. Pitoff is gonna be around. Yeah. 
Fuck. Ugh. At some point, pretty soon, I know I'm going to say, I think P. Tuff and Jenkins had a sleepover. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I think the day, the first day, she's like Catwoman. She ta- mm-hmm. try and takes the cat back to its home and meets Cat Lady. Yeah. Cat Matter. Francis Conroy, who yeah. she's. Who's great, by the way. Of course, because she's Francis Conroy, but. um, She didn't need to be. Nobody needed to be in this movie. No. Yeah. I think if there was any small positive point, it would have been. Oh, Francis Conroy's in here. Okay. But not enough. Not enough to she save it. She recognizes that her cat, who has breath powers, has picked Halle Berry. Hot kitty be breath. Cat woman. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think I have that right. Yep. That's, that's correct. All right, fine. I have a grievance here that just says all music. <laughs> Same. That was my last grievance. Just like a final note. Hated all the music. Fucking stupid. But both major grievance and major positive point, that basketball game. I can't tell you <laughs> how difficult it was to watch that. It shows such a lack of understanding of everything. How basketball works. Why are we trying to get fucking like hot and weird in front of a bunch of kids? There's that. And why are you moving like that? Why are we like doing weird shit with, I I don't know. Well, also they both keep dribbling the ball for like a full 90 seconds without ever trying to shoot the ball into the fucking hoop. (laughs) I I just I could have broken that scene down into fifteen separate grievances. Yeah, I, I was very uncomfortable. I just wrote basketball game. Yeah, but it was so ludicrous that at some point I I like I started cackling. I was laughing so <laughs> hard. <laughs> like they could not have felt good about filming that scene. I don't know how they could. There's no way. She she finally dunks a basketball, but not really, because she doesn't like hang on the rim. She like, like soars through the air with it. Or... Touches the rim. It's like yeah, it like throws the basketball down from five feet above the basketball hoop, but then she lands on him. Like I'm gonna fuck that dick. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like thirty children surrounding them, watching them. That scene literally made me want to just scream at somebody. Like, why the fuck do you think that this is worthy of acting out and recording it? And, like, (laughs) not just, like, acting it out, but then making proof that you actually fucking did it. I kept thinking that whoever was on set to look after the welfare of the children should have seen that film or that portion, that shot being shot where she lands on top of Benjamin Bratt. And then she should have just turned to any kind of authority on the set and said, shoot Pitoff in the face, please. <laughs> Somebody take him out. Yeah. And then you just see Pitoff's brains hit the wall. Uh, I think after... After that, I put so fucking lame and then really drug out the word lame with like five A's, 75 A's. five M's, and a, like a shit ton of E's. <laughs> oh my God, the tuna cans where she's eating like eight fucking tuna cans on her bed. There are you know? at least three, four. I don't know that it goes as high as five, but uh like Halle Berry eating centered scenes. Yeah. That, the sushi scene, those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. Uh, I did not appreciate that. 
<laughs> I didn't need any of that. In fact, I think that made me more upset than the basketball scene, which is saying something because I hated that. The fucking tuna cans. Can you stop eating like a fucking freak? God damn it. <laughs> Hallie, you, want her to get you a fork. didn't have to do this movie. You are better. Exponentially payday. better. I'm sure it was a big payday. Oh, you're an Oscar winner. Would you have done this movie for $10 million? I don't know. I guess. Of course you would. Come on. Yeah, I guess. Well, let me tell you. No, let me add this, though. Would you do this movie for $10 million knowing that as you're filming it, your bra would keep coming undone? Because <laughs> apparently that happened. Really? Her bra kept coming undone? Yeah. Seems like sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> like that was not a mistake. Like the guy was building, and he's like, I'm going to see those titties tomorrow. <laughs> Pitoff had a side a side conversation with wardrobe. <laughs> with bra and was builders? was like, hey, just one class will do it. You don't need to. Fucking Pitoff. P.S. Uh, going back on track here, what hospital allows the patients to just use the front desk phone? I don't think that's a thing. Fuck no. You are not allowed to touch that because it's not yours. We haven't really talked about Alex Borstein yet. Have you watched any of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Um, A couple of episodes, and then I stopped watching it. Not because I thought it wasn't good. I just started watching other things. All right, well, get your shit together. And she's Lois Griffin. And I, you, we all know I love me some oh, yeah. Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. All right, fine. Uh, I don't know. Let's take another break. How about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always ready for a break when talking about Catwoman, Lady Chu. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be right back right after this. If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, but as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target! Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target! That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we're back once again, ladies and gentlemen. Lady Chu and I are here still discussing... I need a joke, Chew. The perfectly stupid Catwoman. I, Got oh. it again! God. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, fuck me. So, we have some set pieces here. We have, like, she becomes kind of Catwoman, I think, because there's a moment, she goes out once. The first time she goes out, she's not in the bra yet, right? During the robbery? She's in, like, a full leather coat. I don't... And then when she goes to the club, she's in bra. Yeah. And, like, like ripped pants where you can see her ass cheeks. Yeah. Not not necessary. Fuck in this movie. Yeah. Eat a dick, Pitoff. Ugh. (laughs) Bad ideas. Just a bunch of bad ideas. Pete Doff and Jenkins got drunk. <laughs> like, well, what if we did this? <laughs> yeah, but I think maybe we could do this. She would look so hot, man, if we just, like, cut little pieces out of her butt cheeks. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a cool idea. Stupid. Fucking Jenkins. Thank you. <laughs> but 
one of the strangest things to me out of all of this is how much Halle Berry is appears to me to be just CGI cruising the city. Blatantly CGI. Just jumping walls and shit. Like a fucking kitty cat. I'm offended. Boy, they like show close up shots of it because they think it looks that good. Yep. And guess what? It does not. It does not look good. (laughs) Trust me when I say this is crap. It was like, you know what it was like? I played a lot of Sims in my childhood. This was very Sim like. Sims 4. Simish? Yeah. It was very Sims 4. Sim adjacent. Ugh. Just, just bad. Ugh. Where are we at now? Jewelry store. I don't know. We were, well, yeah, we were talking about the jewelry store, I guess. Yeah. But she just like, <laughs> I like, I love that these guys who are robbing the jewelry store just turn on all the lights, so that as she's walking by, she just sees guys. Yeah. With all black on and shotguns. Why would they have the lights on? Come on. Well, it's a good way to get caught. And? By the real police, as opposed to even Benjamin Bratt, who's a terrible fucking cop in this movie, (laughs) could have caught these guys. But she comes in and foils the crime. This is when she's trying to have this whole thing where she's like wrestling between the good and the bad part of her personalities. Yeah. As a regular just patience... She's very, as you said, meek. But as Catwoman, she talks back to her boss. Yeah. And then immediately regrets it and turns back into patience. And then, uh, you know, gets bolder. Yeah. And the bolder side of her steals a bunch of jewelry. Yeah. But then she sends it back with a sowy note. (laughs) Sowy. And cupcakes. And cupcakes. Which was a nice touch. It was, a, it was an excellent gesture. Yeah. Look, I know I stole like a million, 1.2, 1.3 million dollars worth of jewelry. Here's six cupcakes. Yeah. And I actually kept two pieces of jewelry. So, again. My bad. Shall we? <laughs> and... Hey, hey, hey. You got most of it back. <laughs> And she, you know what? She's in her cat suit, fighting, fighting crime, evidently, and doing crime in open-toed fighting heels, committing, yeah, open-toed heels. What the fuck? Open-toed. I don't think so. (laughs) Nope. Michelle Pfeiffer didn't have open toes. You know why? Because it's dumb. And even what's her face, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway boots. Okay, I know this was af- I know that was after, but uh, protect your motherfucking toes. Okay, that's dumb, and they're gonna get dirty. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, your feet look good on top, but underneath, black as night. Okay. Wow. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> well, I also have as both positive point. And major grievance, the entire bar fight. Where she finds that guy that was shooting at her. Yep. And threw the switch to throw her in the in the yep. bay or whatever. That's some good shit. How about to talk about, please? Talk about when she goes to the bar and orders the white she Russian. She orders a drink. A white Russian. Hold the vodka. Hold the Kahlua. And the bartender's the like, fuck yeah, I'll give it to you. Glass of cream. I love that she walks up to the bar. And there's just no recognition that she's dressed up like a cat. No. It's 2004. Fashion is a an, an enigma. You can do whatever you want. She wants a white Russian, no ice, no Kahlua, no vodka. And he's like, I got you. I know what, you, I know what you're yeah, going for. Glass of milk. <laughs> Bitch. It is 2 a.m. on a Saturday. The last thing you fucking need, anybody needs, is a glass of milk. Amazing. Ugh. And then she's going to go do fucking 
aerobics and calisthenics and stuff after she just chugged a glass of milk. What the fuck? Yeah, because now she's got her whip and she's pretending to be a coy little mistress. A go-go dancer. BMS. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh. she takes that guy outside and starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah. What she want? Oh, she just she's trying to remember. She can't remember what happened. Right. That's so the best was. way she's to do that is to, to beat remember. people up. Obviously. As we all know. Yeah. The the um I think probably my biggest grievance and one of one of the many biggest one. grievances I have is the is the acting out of Catwoman. Everything from mm-hmm. the way she walks, the way she talks, the lame one-liners. I can't handle it. It's painful and cringy, and it ain't fucking cute. <laughs> None of this is cute. Blame Pitoff, I say. And just like the the posing, like the the stances, like she'll hold her stance. Why? Why are, uh, why are we doing that? I am, di- I have no words. I'm displeased. I would like to have you on set in charge of cat gestures. <laughs> Hallie, what the fuck are you doing? Stop that. Who told you to do that? You know and better. Pitoff, and she points to Pitoff. Pitoff is like, no, I would very much like to see. Shut up, Pitoff. Nope. Hallie, do do everything. Hard Just... no. No. <laughs> I also like that so much of this movie is based on the fact that she thinks the man is in charge of sending out tainted makeup yeah. when it's the woman. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking nonsense involving that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> and Sharon Stone, man, cold-blooded killer. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. She just fucking kills her husband. Yeah. She's like, I'll just shoot him. And there's like lots of framing. Yeah. Halle Berry keeps getting framed for murders. Once by accident and once on purpose. It's because she's not very good at being Catwoman. (laughs) (laughs) Catwoman hasn't come into her own yet. She's making big fucking mistakes. This is stupid. so fucking magnificently fifth grade, grader judgment. It's because she's not good at being Catwoman. (laughs) 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 And I meant like, not Halle Berry isn't good at being Catwoman, because I have my own opinions about that. But like, Patience Phillips is not very good at being Catwoman. Exactly. Yeah. I knew what you meant. Thank you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just don't feel good about shitting all over Halle Berry. Okay. I believe 1000% that. Lover. Halle. Yes. Halle did not have control over Catwoman. She herself. uh, At some, some things said she wants to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this God awful piece of shit movie. (laughs) Ugh, bless her. That's just one story about the actors in this movie. Yeah. Uh, We have the bra falling off. We also, I have a note here that says Sharon Stone had her cell phone on her, her personal cell phone on her during the filming of one scene and the phone rang and she stopped filming and just took the phone call. (laughs) First of all. I can only assume it's because she realized I'm in Catwoman, so... I don't give Fuck a all shit. Of this. Yeah. Shut up, Pitoff. I'm taking my phone call. Also, it's, it's Sharon Stone. What did I say? No, I meant just like it's Sharon Stone. If she wants to answer oh. a fucking phone call on set, then she okay. can go ahead and do it. <laughs> I thought I thought I said Cheryl no. Stone or something. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, Sorry. wait, what? Oh, that's great. Uh, and so. I mean, like I said, we have a bunch of frame jobs. During all of this, she's also dating Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. 
don't and the know. sexual tension is so weird. So, like, why are we acting it out that way? Not. <sighs> I'm not. Ugh. It's not that they have bad chemistry, is it? No, I don't think they have bad chemistry. I just think the way it was acted but out. But it's not great chemistry either. Like there's overacting here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Severe overacting. Whole movie overacted. Oh. Trying way too hard to be bad, to be like the bad guy or a badass. And you don't have to try that hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Nope. Just be. Oh, I say that all the time to actors. You're trying to show me that you're mad, and I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) Don't show me you're mad. Just be mad. Yeah. I don't want to know you're pretending. You're supposed to make me believe that you are not you anymore, that you're somebody else. So just calm the fuck down. Oh, also, so we have this whole bit where, like, they're dating, but then... She got him a coffee because she missed her date and wrote his name as sorry (laughs) on the coffee cup. Then she put the bag down with the jewelry and wrote sorry on that. And so they're comparing. He's like, "Uh uh-oh, these sorries look alike. Yeah. But because she now, (laughs) whatever, has a regular personality and a split personality that's a cat personality, they're just different <laughs> enough, according to the handwriting yeah. analyzer, that they're different people. So now he can date her without with a clear conscience, right. right? Yeah. But then he finds one of her things after they finally have sex. He finds a claw, a diamond claw in her apartment. Yeah. Still doesn't just accept she's Catwoman. He's like, hmm. I don't know. That black woman who looks exactly like my girlfriend (laughs) might not be Catwoman. Like, she, Catwoman is barely clothed and only covering, what, a third of her face, essentially. You can still see her Mm -hmm. eyeballs. And you're going to fucking tell me that that doesn't look like your girlfriend? (laughs) Get the fuck out of my face. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) So mad. Amazing. But I, my favorite part is that he takes a glass from her home to do a lip print analysis at the police station. Because Catwoman had kissed his face. Right. With lipstick. So when he got kissed by Catwoman, his first order of business was to go back to the police station and take pictures of it and have it analyzed and put in the computer database. Right? Yeah. That's the only way this works. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it to him. I never would have thought to do that. And I watch a lot of forensic files. I well, was I never going to take a picture that of Because that science does not exist. <laughs> like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. No. Stop it. I don't believe it. Uh, oh, now what know, about go going ahead. back? Going back real quick, the sushi scene. I know I already briefly talked about the motherfucking tuna cans, but the sushi scene. And then he just looks at her inquisitively and was like, "It's kind of right. cute. The fuck it isn't. You just ate all of the good pieces <laughs> and left the rest of us with fucking salmon flavored rice. You can suck Ooh, on it. Think about." Uh, way back when to your first date with little Chew, and if he's just started launching that like tuna <laughs> off of rice on your date and start, started stuffing it in his mouth like that. We our first date was a sushi spot in Huntington Beach. Was it? Yeah. Um, Amazing. Tsunamis, I think. I think it's right off of like PCH or something or it's in Seal Beach, whatever. You hear that little chew? She doesn't remember um, the name of the place of your first date. I think it's tsunamis. Yeah. Shut up. It's fucking tsunamis. Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh so we had already like hooked up previously, uh, but we had a first official date at the sushi date. And <laughs> I can tell you with absolute fucking confidence, if Mr. Chu had done some bullshit like that, <laughs> we wouldn't be here now. Here. We would not be here now. <laughs> I would have been like, and we're done. 
Okay. Man, I fucking feel for little Chew. I don't know what it's like to live in that house. Just don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> I'm just not sure what's allowed to touch what. Ask. Uh, fucking ask. <laughs> like, is he allowed to walk around the house without shoes on? Or will that dirty up and muck up his feet? And he, that's unacceptable. He chooses to walk around in sandals. We have a dog. Does you have to really walk around choose, in sandals. Or is that forced? No, that's that's him. That's his choice. Okay. I'm the one with the dirty feet, and that's why I knew so much about dirty feet. <laughs> well, don't be so judgy then, asshole. I should know. <laughs> I know it's gross. That's why I 80% of the time I, I walk around gross. in slides. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> First hand experience. All right. I think we're basically, well, let's just say she goes to jail and then she escapes from jail and then she has a fight with Sharon Stone. Yeah, that sounds fine. Right? Yeah. I like when she squeezes through those bars, though. Pitoff was absolutely adamant. He's like, I want to see your boobs squeeze through the bars. And then they got a back shot, a posterior shot, and her yeah. ass, each cheek ass too. was on either side of the, the right. pole. <laughs> Pitoff's a sick uh, fuck, that's for sure. That bar was splitting ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh so in the God. fight with Sharon Stone at the top of the building, oh. Sharon's amazing getting punched, getting beat up, and you Until know what? Her face becomes chalky and like only at the end though. There's no blood. There's no concrete. nothing. No oh, bruising. Yeah. Come on, stupid. Great stuff. Like sublimely stupid fight. One thousand percent. And then the dumb lines, the dumb, cheesy one-liners. And then Halle Berry's, like, hanging on for her life. She's going to fall through the glass, which is now broken. And then she's like, it's overtime. What? What the fuck did... What? Who told you to say that? Stop it. Well, it's all informed by her magic basketball game. (laughs) Oh, my God. Were we making full circle with that shit? I think so. Oh, fuck. I forget what happens. Sharon Stone falls out the window, right? Yeah, she falls out the window and then she's hanging on for dear life. And and then Hallie's like, grab my hand. Oh, yeah, she's reaching for her. Grab my hand. What the fuck for? Let her fall. She's a horrible bitch. Bye. (laughs) And she's ugly without all the makeup. So you got to drop her. Drop her ass. (laughs) And then her body doesn't even break. Your heart for forgiveness. Nope. Bye. And, and then, then what? Her, bo- her body doesn't even break in the fall. No. Come on. It's not that kind of movie. I needed some crunch, and I need a leg going in a weird direction. <laughs> like, I that's what not. happens. <laughs> <laughs> if you were looking for true to life, you came to the wrong movie. <laughs> no kidding. Be tough is, be tough is not a true to life kind of guy. <laughs> No, no, she'll just fall. It'll be like just dropping a book on the floor. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing will happen. Oh, Oof. man. Golden. If you say so. I really I, I really had so much better of a time than I thought I was going to. <laughs> I Like I said, I was, I was just blown away. laughing out loud. At the clear, it's so weird to see a hundred million dollars behind such ineptitude. No kidding. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what they spent their money on. Oh, man. Only CGI. All right. Lady Chu, what is your drinking game for a Catwoman? Please don't steal mine. <laughs> I have two. Um, one is every time there's a poorly edited shot 
where there's just like this weird time jump. It doesn't make any fucking sense. There's plenty in there. Um, Also, anytime there's those horrible, horrible one-liners, and you'll know it when you hear it. It's overtime. You did not steal mine. What was it? Every time she's eating. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) that's a good one because every time i she eats i feel like i need to take a shot because it's awful there you go yeah i'm helping out that's a good one my only worry is i hope there's enough of them i can only think of two really yeah i thought there was like four or five Eh. i'm not gonna rewatch the movie to find out (laughs) (laughs) so i'll take your word for it (laughs) Her friend, Alex, she she eats a candy bar. Can add that. Yeah. Anytime anybody eats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anything left? No. Don't watch this movie. You don't need to. I kind of think people do need to watch it. Every Saturday at midnight as people perform it for you as well. That would make it better. It would. Yeah. Like to find to be able to find the moments in this movie where you yell back at the screen and shit. Oh, I th- I th- like this movie should be on that level. Yeah. So I recommend <laughs> I recommend we all watch it 10 times. Until we find all the moments, write in and tell us what you would yell back at the screen as you're watching Catwoman. I cannot watch that movie again. I can't do it. <laughs> can't. Nopers. What we'll do is we'll have a midnight showing where people are acting it out, and then you and I give live commentary. <laughs> I'd, I, okay, I'll concede to that. Nailed it. (laughs) All right, everyone, that's it. If you have something to add to the Catwoman debate, by all means, let us know. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to thehowdareyoupodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. For Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness, Chance here of the How Dare You Awards. You'll be hearing us next time for another equally deliciously terrible movie. Say goodbye, Lady Chu. Oof. Goodbye. (laughs) 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 Oof. See ya. Fucking great. Oh, good day, madam. Bye. Who the fuck is making so much noise? Shut your pie hole, fuck. <laughs>